Welcome to the Twisted Travelers Podcast, your weekly dose of theme park news and entertainment. And now, broadcasting from our studios in East Tennessee and Central Florida, here are your hosts, Jack Lathrop and Chris Jones. Hey everybody, welcome back to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. I'm sitting here as always with Chris. Hello everybody. And we've got another great week of news for news stories and a guest at the end of this week. We talked about last week, but in the back half of the show, we're going to be joined by my friend David, and we're going to talk about defunct coasters. So yes, and Chris is looking forward. To that. So we got a lot to get through, though. We've only got like four things of news, but they're all pretty decent size so let's jump right into this first one i'm gonna let you talk about this one because this is got your okay. name right uh sea world orlando so a reddit user went into like a, a deep dive of uh something he found shipping to sea world from b&m and it was labeled and whoever that reddit user is yes. we applaud you it was it was sfa i believe was the the code or whatever it is that they use and um, that hasn't mm-hmm. been used before, so we're pretty sure this is going to be the first surf coaster. What is a surf coaster? I have no idea. Yeah, so, I don't even know. I've heard, I've seen a bunch of speculation videos. I have spent a while trying to wrap my head around what the heck is a surf coaster? Do you ride it like you're yeah, surfing? Yeah, that or would something? like make the most sense based on the name, but like. Why? Why would you do that? Like, I don't see the the point in having a coaster. It's a stand-up coaster, but sideways. Yeah. Plus, like, how is that going to look pretty? Yeah, I don't... uh, I Like... If it was that, I mean, I guess I would be okay with it, and I would try it, obviously, and see how it rides. Um, I'm sure going through a vertical loop sideways, standing up would be... I have no idea what they're going to do. I mean... Me and Jack have talked about this, and it has nothing really to do with the name, but if it is a 4D, I'm going to be very happy. Yes, 4D, just, I mean, like, it doesn't have anything to do with Surf Coaster. But if it were, by some chance, a 4D somehow, I mean, I have a 4D coaster that's 20 years old, or almost 20 years old, as my number two. I mean, we're talking about B&M building something. I am honestly... Scared to think how insane that could be. If it is a 40, I'm going to be very, very happy. And also, yeah. speaking of SeaWorld, our passes got upgraded today, and I'm very I happy about that. that. I was going to ask, so you preferred. Parking? Is it just your mom and you that have the passes, or is it everyone? Um, me and her both have Bush Gardens passes. She has a full-on SeaWorld pass, while I only have the fun card right now. So my my fun card didn't get upgraded for SeaWorld, but I'm pretty sure I'll still get my my time that's missed. Uh, making up for so Mm -hmm. but yes i'm happy about the upgrade yeah and i think that happened this week or last week my dolly would pass was extended through um june of 2021 so yeah which i got into a uh i don't know if it was a debate it was a discussion we were just talking about dollywood's move and how it compares to other um theme parks i got into a discussion on twitter about that so Mm -hmm. i think that was on my personal twitter though so good luck finding it (laughs) You want to jump um, into our next story? Yeah, moving on to the next one. This one is another one of those things like we knew about it, but I don't think 
like any of us paid attention to anything with everything that's going on in the world right now. It just kind of happened all of a sudden. Yeah, we uh, I originally found this from the YouTube channel Park Pros mm -hmm. um, about this new Lost Island theme park in Iowa that's going to go along with their water park. It's going to be $100 million investment. And uh, in the video, kind of walk through what what rides we're going to see there and what yeah, so coasters we can expect. Yeah, so I don't think we really need to dive too deep into like what everything at the park's going to be, but I do think we got to hit on the big two that we both, we've texted about all week. The first <clears> one being they're getting a Vacoma SLC. And now you hear the price $100 million and you're like, well, how are they getting two big steel coasters? Because they bought them used. Both relocated, yep. Yep. Uh, both from not the United States, too, which I also thought was interesting. But mm -hmm. the um, first one is a Vacoma SLC. This is the extended model with the Helix. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, nobody really loves SLCs. But one good thing that got brought up in the video was that it looked like this SLC's trains were still for sale. So they might be getting new trains from Vacoma that are more comfortable. Maybe something like we see on a, on Roller Coaster Mayan at Energylandia in Poland, which... I've heard is actually a decent ride. So if they do that, I'm sure it won't be that bad. But of course, we'd rather I, have a B&M or an STC. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd love to see if they, even if they could figure out how to put STC trains on this. But I wonder if, the, I, I mean, mean the wheel alignments probably wouldn't work, you know, but they I can mean, maybe change it up. If you worked on that, I mean, you probably could make it work. I think, I mean, I think it'd be awesome to ride with a lap bar. Yeah, it would be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And the other one, I think the other show is this is the one uh, is Kanonen from Leesburg. It was bought by this park, and we knew it was there. So I mean, when it showed up in the video, it was no surprise. But it was still like, okay, can, yeah, yeah. this is going to be uh, the the big attraction, I'd say, that draws in the enthusiast Kanonen, which looks like a great ride. Uh, nothing absolutely insane. I mean, it's an accelerator, but it's not like a very big one, but it's still going to be like really, really solid. Obviously it's an intimate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what I said. It's when we were discussing it offline, I said, I mean, I know it's probably not going to be top fill drives or anything, but you know, I have a thing for the accelerator yeah. coasters. And so the other thing I wanted to bring up is based on the concept art, if they follow through, this is going to be a very, very well themed park. Yeah, this is not, that's the big, that is my biggest thing. Like the coasters, okay. The rides, okay. The theming is what is going to make this park. Because if they theme Kanonen and they theme the SLC and everything looks amazing, we could be talking about, I'm not going to say a Disney or Universal level park, but I could easily see this being on par with like the level of theming we come to expect from Dollywood and Silver Dollar City. Yeah, based on some of the stuff they uh, were showing in the concept art, it looked like there was just a lot of, of rock work. And just, it, rather than just like atmosphere, it looked like it was fully immersing, immersing you into like a whole other world. So I'm expecting if they do go through with it, this will probably be like a lot like some of the European parks we see. Maybe something like Fantasialand even, if they were to go that oh, far. God, that'd be amazing. Well, I mean, we're talking about like this, if they do go through with it, we're talking specifically about the theming. The reason we're talking about it this week is because they broke ground on it. Yeah. It, In the midst of all this, they were like, hey, let's get out there with some shovels and start moving some dirt. Yeah, I didn't even realize it until that video. But 
anyway, I think 2022, was that what they said? Is this when they want this to be open? By? I think so. I think so. I think we can definitely expect a bunch of enthusiasts to go. I mean, just we've also had this discussion. You're going to have an RMC Raptor and a brand new theme park all within about a five hours drive of one another. And obviously Adventureland and Valley Fair aren't too far. So Midwest then, trips will become more common. Just, Midwest is just going to be the thing that year, I think. Yeah. But moving forward to another Midwest park that we both like, uh, Holiday World, the first park out of the gate with an opening day. Mm-hmm. June 14th. If they are the only park open that day, I have a feeling there's going to be a bunch of enthusiasts there. Oh, yeah. I think others will open around that time, too, though. Yeah. But I think that I really want to go for the first point I put on there, because I want the picture of the Voyage running a Raven or Legend train. Because I, This is said, the first time hearing of this. Yeah, so they said in their post they had, like, a and a because for those of you not familiar... They send off their PTC trains every other year to get inspected. So Voyage's trains are currently in Pennsylvania in a building where they can't be inspected. Yeah. So they said in the post, we're going to take a train from Raven and a train from Legend and run those on the Voyage until we get the Voyage trains back. I want the okay. picture of the Raven train or the Legend train on the Voyage. Like That just seems amazing to me. At least it'll be operational. Not ideal, but it'll work. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, literally, my first was like, okay, it's going to be operational. I want the paper more than I care about writing it. Mm-hmm. So, Holiday uh, World, if you're listening, don't change the front of the trains for me. Please, please, please don't put a Voyage sticker on them. Oh, I doubt they would. I'm sure once they open, it won't be too long until they get the Voyage trains back. Why would they take the time to change a whole other train? True, true. Um, and I'm also seeing Cheetah Chase will not be like, yeah, the, likely not be ready. Yeah, it said more than likely just because of their construction delays and everything that they won't have it ready for opening, which I don't think is much of a surprise because mm-hmm. they hadn't finished construction as of when they had to shut down. So, yeah, not, not that big a deal to me. I mean, obviously no. I would go for Voyage and Thunderbird, but the water park there is awesome too. So, yeah. Talking about our next big one, um, B&M Track spotted at Claremont. This was kind of all over Twitter this week. Um, the big thing was everyone at first was thinking, oh, it's the surf coaster track. It's the surf coaster track. And then someone went by and got a good picture of the track. It'll be code IC on it, which we can deduce means inverted coaster. Yeah, the label so. IC. Um, me and Jack talked about it a little bit uh before who where it could be going and i think the the leading theory would be blue harvest yeah blue harvest uh Grunaland. yeah i mean it just fits it's the only being an invert we know if, about if not right that now. probably um, somewhere in asia yeah otherwise some america enthusiasts are gonna be real happy because we're getting another being an invert. I mean, we didn't know about yeah it. but i think the chances of that would be very very unlikely no that chances of that there's just, it comes up all the time. There aren't many parks left in the United States that one can afford it and two need a minimum mm-hmm. invert. So, definitely, definitely think it's Blue Harvest. I mean, that's just, yeah, I agree. And our last big story of the week is Velocicoaster uh, at Islands of Adventure. So, we got some more 
construction photos. I forget who from was it BioReconstruct? Yeah, it's always BioReconstruct when you see yeah. flying. <laughs> but it it's looking good. Uh, lots Tons of, of footers. lots of footers. Yes, I'm very excited I mean, for this ride. There's some supports in over. I'm assuming that's the station area. Um, yeah, I'm assuming that's the station area, and it looks like there's a launch trench. Am I right? Yeah. I, okay. I think it was. I'm not looking yeah, this, at it now, but I did earlier. This thing looks fantastic. I mean, two big Intamin coasters in a year. Or no, sorry, not a year. What is this? Will be two or three years? They'll have Hagrid's and this. <clears throat> I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, looking at the layout, it reminds me a lot of like a cross between Maverick and Pantheon because it's got like bigger, taller elements like Pantheon does, but it's just got like more rapid back to back to back elements, um, kind of like Maverick does. So. I definitely think this could be a mm-hmm. top 20 coaster in the U.S. if they do it right. Yeah, if this thing, if it's done right, and I mean, of course, we know they're going to theme it. I mean, we saw what they did with Hagrid's, and that still is blowing mm-hmm. people's minds. But if they theme it, and if this thing ends up being Maverick 2.0... I'm going to get universal I mean, passes. That's a top 10 coaster. I will get universal me. passes if this thing ends up being anywhere as good as Maverick. And I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the Jurassic Park movies or the Jurassic World movies, but I still think I think if it's themed right and done right, this which I'm sure it will be. Oh yeah, I mean, again, we just keep going back to Hagrid's blows everyone's Mm -hmm. minds. So moving on, going into off topic, I've got a little bit. You have any? Uh, You can skip me this week. I haven't done anything except for like some family stuff. Yeah, I got, Chris and I were talking, I guess it was Friday night, I went to sleep, I woke up and I was sick all weekend, so I spent most of my weekend just laying in bed watching movies, and I've been playing a ton of No Limits 2, just, I mean, I've got nothing Seems else like to do. Seems like every time so. I turn on my computer, the Steam notification shows up that you're on No Limits. There's a good chance it's just open in the background, wow. I mean, I have over 1,500 hours yeah. logged on it now, so... I think it, it was open all weekend on my computer, and I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, definitely though. I've been finishing a video today for my most recent project, and that will be out eventually. So, yeah, I've just not been much happening. Doing family stuff, uh, not positive family stuff, but we can we can move past. Yep. So, ride of the week. We've made it through our first selection. Go ahead, Jack. This is, the, this is my week. I've, we talked about it a little bit. Talon at Dorney Park, finishing out our B&M Inverts series. I, I love Talon. I love this coaster so much. It is my favorite invert, and I've ridden Montu, Banshee, Raptor, a lot of the big ones in the United States. This thing just beats all of them because it's smooth, fast, intense, and just so rewritable. <coughs> I was able to ride this thing all day when I was at Dorney. Yeah, it's just, it looks amazing. I mean, I hope I can write it um, this year. I I can't really say anything about it other than it, it looks good in pictures I've seen of it, and it looks awesome in the POV. It, it yeah, kind of reminds me of Raptor in some ways with how it's really compact. Yeah, you're right there on top of yourself the entire ride, which is 
just fantastic. But then you've got the first three inversions in that helix, which are just kind of drawn out more natural, like B&M invert feeling. And then you get into that second half where you dive off and it's just low to the ground and whippy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're just right there against the ground the whole time. Feels like you can reach out and run your hand across it, which I'm sure yeah. you could if the grass was tall enough. I really hope but to write it this year. I'm, I'm curious to see if it ends up being in the top tier of being a inverts for me. I mean, the only thing going against it is its length. It's not the longest, but mm-hmm. I think part of what makes it so good is it's so rewritable, and not being <clears throat> long helps that because there's just not as many elements to beat you up on like some of these other inverts can. I mean, I know I've ridden Raptor on days where I got off of it and had a headache, and I've ridden it days and not had a headache so yeah well we made it through our first week for ride of the week our first first set i should say yep next week we start again who knows what what rcdb will pick yep moving into the back half of the show tonight he joined us somewhere in the middle of this all just been sitting quietly i'm gonna welcome my friend david david how you doing tonight hey jack good nice to talk to you and nice to meet you chris Yes, nice to meet you. Thanks for having so, me on. So yeah, we're going to talk a lot about, I think we're going to talk about the funk coasters, maybe a few other random ones if we decide to. But before okay. we get into all that, we got to talk a little bit about you and your history with Ace and just roller coasters. Oh my gosh. Well, I, mean, I'm, I live in Panama City, Florida, on the coast, and we had a um, two parks here, Miracle Strip Amusement Park and Petticoat Junction, both of them had John Miller coasters built in the 60s. That was my first introduction um, to roller coasters. They weren't large, but they were little seaside coasters, wooden coasters. Um, and that's, I think that's where I got learned or found my passion for roller coasters. So I'm a lot like you guys, much older, but I had the same passion and I still do today. Um, I'm 56 and I rode a lot of roller coasters all over the world and it's just a fantastic hobby and a good passion and something that I think it's important that we all support and the preservation of these old coasters I think is important so thank you for you being young and excited about this and hopefully you'll have the same life of thrills that that I've had. Jack has told me all and about I owe getting into ACE to you. We've got stories. <laughs> About how I got into Ace, um, ah, the mm-hmm. curse of the mind. There, the first time I met David, we were at Dollywood, and this was summer 2016. Lightning Rod was down the entire summer, pretty much, and that's why yep. y'all came. It was. But we met you at Mystery Mine, because Mystery Mine had been broken down almost the entire day. And... You, you all were the first in line, and my dad and I were like, oh, we've ridden everything else today. I might as well stand here and wait for Mystery Mind to open. And we and waited a we long met. time, which was cool because that's how we got to meet and each just, other was we had so much time on our hands mm-hmm. to just talk about things. And I think we both discovered our passions for roller coasters were very similar. And uh, yeah, th- however long we sat in line, I don't know, an hour Two oh, hours. Forever. And then you all, you told us about this club called American yes. Coaster Enthusiasts that I'd never yes. heard of. <laughs> and 
we joined and then we ran into y'all again in November at Dollywood, at Dollywood yep. for the event. And after that, it was like, right. okay, we got to be friends. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been a, uh, but, so that's, I've been a member of ACE. Yeah. You've been an ACE Gosh, member. I'm like one of the original members of ACE back in the late seventies. Isn't, isn't your membership number under a thousand? Oh yeah. I'm way under a thousand. Um, I can't remember what my number. For reference, is. I'm thirty-three thousand. Oh my gosh! Yep, I'm. A, I, I know my number because it's so it's so random. I'm thirty-three thousand and I call one. myself that is a, my eighth number. I call myself a charter member, and I'm doing air quotes. I don't know if I really am, but I've been a member so long. I've got old magazines, old coaster. It used to be called Coaster World, and now it's just Roller Coaster. That's the name of their magazine. Mm-hmm. So I've got black and white issues from the. Late seventies, early eighties, and Jack. One day, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll wheel them over to you. Ah, so you can have that. Would be fun. (laughs) And you've been interviewed in a couple of the Ace magazines, right? I have. And another cool thing is, I don't know. They don't really do this much anymore, but the Discovery Channel used to do a lot of coaster shows, and Mm -hmm. I found myself behind the microphone being interviewed. Um, for some of these roller coaster shows they used to have on the Discovery Channel. So, okay, I'm adding those to the watch list. <laughs> like, so go find all these shows. And... Mediocre success, I guess. Mediocre, infamous, I don't know. But anyway, yeah, yeah, I love talking about them. I love writing them. So it's fun to hang out with people that like the same things. Well, then let's jump in and talk about <laughs> a coaster. I know there's one in particular Chris wants to ask you about, so I'm going to let him ask you about it. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, well, this one is my top bucket list coaster and it's up there for jacks you've ridden helix at leesburg correct oh yes oh my gosh i was hoping we would talk about that yes i i need a review uh, okay well first of all it's on top of the mountain well <laughs> mountain is kind of a this is probably not the right term but it's up on a hill you have to take an escalator inside the park up to the top and there's helix and then there's the drop tower all in the same station but as soon as you go up to the top of the escalator everything turns kind of it's almost like a nightclub the music you can start hearing the music because they pump the music in the station even louder than millennium force um and there's green and silver and metal everywhere but i tell you what when you're in the station you can look out where the train exits the station and goes into that first drop you can see the whole city of gothenburg sweden oh, that's awesome out of the station what a cool way to start a ride and then after that, we rode it first at night, and I would highly recommend that because it was one of the most, it wasn't intense, but it was an awesome, smooth ride that hit every element that I think most people would enjoy back to back to back to back. And the launches were tremendous. And when you go to over the, it's like a top, top hat inversion, you see the whole city of Gothenburg because it's right downtown so the views are spectacular so yes everybody needs to go to Leesburg and ride it um that was um probably one of my top coasters I believe um from a European trip that we were on that year we hit Colmarden we did that one we hit Tivoli Gardens so we got to ride a lot of things and that to me was one of the best so definitely go ride it yeah uh- as like a mock rides fanboy and they're my number one manufacturer mm-hmm. it's just like been at the top forever because the layout looks like almost perfect and it's perfect time, time traveler is my number one coaster so terrain 
mock coasters with good airtime. Just, yep. I, I um, love those. And Helix. It's amazing. Like it's amazing. And, you know, I've ridden Blue Fire at Europa Park, and it's a great ride. Any Mack ride is great, but um, Helix, it just has something very special about it. And I know it's the terrain it's built on. You're on the side of the mountain, and it winds around their old Schwarzkopf coaster, which is also an excellent ride. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's almost, it's almost coaster perfect. perfection if you if there's such a thing. <clears throat> yeah, good ride. Yeah, ever since riding Copperhead, that ride's been insanely high on the bucket yep. list. Um, yep. Which Dave and I were texting about earlier, but we rode Copperhead a year ago today. I know. For the first Gosh, time I can't believe it. it's been a year. Fury got struck by lightning that night. <laughs> yes, and unfortunately, we didn't get a night ride on it. I was mad. Next time. We'll get it next time. Yep. <laughs> so I think we'll move into our first defunct ride. I sent you a list. Do you have one particular you want to start with? or? Um, well, let's let's start at Busch Gardens, Williamsburg, um, and okay. the Big Bad Wolf. Um, well, let me ask you guys. I don't know if y'all had an opportunity to ride it, or was that already gone before you were able to get there? Uh, I, don't, I have not ridden a single coaster on this list. Some of them by years, some of them by weeks. Okay. Chris, I've did you only, get a chance? I've only been to Busch Gardens Williamsburg once, and uh, it wasn't there. Verbolton was there. But Verbolton's my favorite in the park as of now. So, Well, that's the footprint of the Big Bad Wolf. And I tell you yeah. what, I think it was 1984 when Arrow built the Big Bad Wolf. I could be off a year or two, but I believe it was the mid-'80s. They also built... Uh, a similar suspended coaster at Astro World in Houston, Texas, called Accelerator. Um, the two of them couldn't have been more different. I mean, it, they were night and day rides. Williamsburg definitely got the gem of the coaster. The Big Bad Wolf um, really lived up to all the hype. Um, the suspended coasters, I mean, there's not many left. I mean, Magic Mountain has Ninja, and Cedar Point has... What do they call it, Jack? There's a nickname for Iron it. Dragon. Dragon. Got, um, <laughs> yeah, God, it feels like it for most of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it and then you got the clunky. the Vortex and um, at Wonderland and Top Gun, oh, yeah. or not Top Gun, the Bat now at King's Island. And those are those are those are good. I like those. They're the I guess the second generation, if you will. But the Big Bad Wolf, they really Arrow did it right. It was very smooth, and it started. Um, out of the station, up a small lift, and then it went into a, a village scene. And I mean, the theming was spectacular. You did back and forth, left and right through, I guess, the little German village that the, the wolf was supposedly running through. Um, and the elements were, were perfect. I mean, the, there was just enough lateral Gs. The swing were timed right. It wasn't an awkward swing. You would go left to right and almost perfect timing and then it slowed into the break and then you would take the lift same lift that um verbolton now is i haven't not been on verbolton so i don't i think it's the same it looks like it's using the same tower and everything but you go down that hill and it immediately makes that sharp bank to the left and you've probably seen videos those cars would swing almost inverted as they did that s turn over the river so yeah, fantastic ride, and it's a shame that it's gone because it was. It, I rode it up to almost the year it was demolished, and it was rode as good as it did. 
when they built it. So Big Bad Wolf, that was a good one. Um, um, Drakenfire was another one I got to ride. And that was before they took out the, corks, the second corkscrew, or the first corkscrew. They took out one. But what's so funny about Drakenfire is if you look at Steel Phantom, not Steel Phantom, Steel Curtain, the new mm-hmm. coaster at Kennywood, the, the first drop into that corkscrew is almost identical to Drakenfire. So it's funny, years later, they reintroduced that. By that um, yeah, the Drakenfire, um, I'm surprised it, it didn't stay around too long. It, it wasn't as rough as people said it was. It wasn't to me. And I'm pretty sensitive to some of these crazy rough arrow rides. Um, it was very rideable. So, like I said, I'm surprised that it was removed so quickly. They may have had other reasons. Yeah, I, I've, those are two good ones. Uh, I've heard some people say it's their favorite arrow looper. So, but it looks like it's finally going to get something in its place with Project 2021, oh, yeah. if it yeah. even happens. That's, That's going to be, be interesting. interesting. That's mm-hmm. that odd shuttle that they're talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm, I am half like excited for it, half kind of scared slash intrigued. I feel the same. If they do it right, it will be awesome. But if it's just another Superman escape from Krypton, mm. it could be. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm worried about. It'll Not just so be much. remembered as like something like Superman is now. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll I mean, be Superman's something unique. fun, but you ride it once or twice, and that was all we needed. Mm-hmm. What other coasters were on the defunct list, Jack? We threw on a couple. Uh, the two big ones from. King's Dominion, Hypersonic, XLC, and oh. Volcano the Blast. <laughs> wow, the Blast Coaster. That Which one, I missed the riding uh, by a couple of weeks, apparently. Well, I went to King's Dominion multiple times to ride that coaster. And like most people, you didn't get to ride it. It was down. But then I did get to ride it one time. And man, that was an excellent ride. Intimate smoothness. The inline rolls were, were really cool. The final drop into the back into the mountain was kind of odd because it was really by the time you really were getting into the ride, it slammed on the brakes into the mountain, into the station. So it's hmm. kind of an odd ending, but those launches were fantastic. The second one was the good one. It really picked up some speed, but um, yeah, that was a good one. And of course, hurtling <laughs> through that. The mountain. launch was nothing compared to nothing's compared anything to um, hypersonic. That. That was just a monster, but it was so short. It was really kind of like, you know, it's Top Thrill Dragster, but much, much different. But, you know, One Trick Pony, launch over the top, turn back into the station. But, man, that launch, it almost, bang, you'd bang your head against the headrest. And then it was weird. It had those pneumatic tires, like, you know, it looked like car tires. Bouncy, squishy, it was squishy almost. It squeaked because the tires were like rubber rubbing against the track. It wasn't like a nylon-coated wheel. It was very different. But um, I remember that was, that was a good watching one. something about that. Where it said they used like more like rubber car tires than yeah, like yeah. nylon. Yeah, but the one in Japan that's still that's still going strong. So that that one that one's a good one. But this one was oh, you, it was quirky. Okay, well, we'll ask about that. So, Danpa, how does that compare to Hypersonic? I've not ridden that one, so I can't say. No, uh, nope. I would like to though. I haven't been to that park yet, but we got to go. 
I know Jack wants to ride Asianica. Yeah, Asianica is high on my bucket list. Of course, I know you. How many times have you tried to ride? Um, oh, Thunder Dolphin. Thunder uh, Dolphin. No, how many times you have you tried to ride? Don't even bring that, that up. <laughs> I'm so mad. I've tried three times. I thought third time was a charm, but it wasn't. Maybe fourth. I, I remember, like, <laughs> did we get to ride it today? Nope. nope. My dad and I were just like, he's just that coaster. If there was a bad luck charm for you, as a coaster, I know that's probably the one. Ahead. That's the one. But anyway, yeah, that's um, that's that's gotta go. Um, <clears throat> so I guess we well before we go on to the last two, which are both uh, wood coasters, we'll just ask the question. You've gotten to ride a lot more coasters than both of us have. What's probably the most unique one you've ridden that a lot of people don't get to? Oh, another a pretty unique one was at Astro World, a Togo. Do you know the ones they have some in Japan where you go up a vertical lift and it's I forget the type Ultra of Twisters? Thing. Ultra Twister. Yeah. They had one at Astro World in Houston, Texas before it closed. I think that was probably one of the most unique coasters. It was um it it wasn't it wasn't that good, but it was so unique that nobody here in the United States has ever ridden anything like it. And never will probably because there are no coasters like that here. So that one was probably very unique. Um it's hard to say and I like all all coasters I've ridden. There's been so many. Now there are a lot that are they're gone. Not many, nobody in the United States really gets will get to ride anything like it unless they go to Japan. Where <clears> they still exist. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to talk to my dad because I'm pretty sure he went to Astroworld at some point, but he talks about it all the time. Well, that was the home of the Texas Cyclone, another awesome roller coaster with a four yeah. bench PTC car. You don't see those anymore. That's what the yes, beast originally yeah. ran with. But um, yeah, Astro World was a cool park. A lot of cool rides there. Um, the um, one cool ride at, in New Orleans, Six Flags New Orleans, the um, their Batman the Ride, left turn a right turn off the drop. Jack, you've ridden it. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. San Antonio, San Antonio right? Goliath now. Actually, it's the th- that's the third stop for it. It was in Japan as the Gambit. And then it was at Six Flags, New Orleans. Hmm. Hurricane Katrina clobbered it. They took it out and moved it to Fiesta, Texas. So you've ridden it. Well, that proves being in there. So do I get two credits for that? Because I rode it at Six Flags, New Orleans, and at Fiesta, Texas. Does that count? Chris? <laughs> Personally, I don't count relocations, but it's up to you. Count whatever you want. <laughs> well, I wish I would count my coasters out. I still haven't done it. I was gonna say, we still don't know how many you've ridden. I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a secret. I haven't even figured it out. One day we'll do it though. Over. One day we will. So there's another park I remember that you've been to that I really I got to ask about one ride in particular, but the whole park, Gold Reef City in South yes. Africa. This is the park. So, <laughs> right when we start. Okay, yes. there we go. No, Gold Reef Gold City. Reef City. Oh my gosh. Tower of Terror. Well, no. What is the name of the drop ride? Shoot. My mind just went yeah. blank. The, like, a Tower of Terror, right? I think that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. A, It's like a homemade coaster. It's like they, they took an old gold reef or gold mine. Um, yeah, this thing just looks 
messed up. And I remember it's when you crazy. sent me the videos of it, I was like, holy It's cow. crazy. It's like a drop ride on steroids. It's not as big as, you know, the B&Ms, but so unique. Yeah, this thing just gray out at the bottom. But Anaconda was the bomb. And yeah. that you, that surprised me when you said that it was like actually really good. It was it was it was so good. Unexpectedly good. And it's it's basically a B&M two across. <laughs> it's a Batman yeah. the ride. Two it's across. a Batman the ride with two across seating and that's like when you and said a long it was train. like in mm-hmm. a very long train. Oh yeah, that's like oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, ten Ten rows. That's... Ten rows. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it was very cool. It was so smooth. I wish they would have made more. I yeah. I know. I was um, impressed with the Giovanella I got to ride. So. Yeah. And you I know, know what? With Here, here's another cool. Here. Here's another right. cool little little fact. I rode um, at Carowinds back in the '80s. White Lightning shuttle oh, loop. It's... I rode it again oh, yeah. at. Gold Reef City. I looked it up. There's like, another wrote, relocated credit. Yes. Either the credits or not, people. <laughs> I think I have more. I think I have more. I got to figure out if I can if I'll count them twice. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, if you that count them twice, cool. it boosts the count. It does. I know. <laughs> oh, that's that cool. whole park though just looks so different. And I mean, mm-hmm. you've got a homemade drop contraption. Yes. A Giovanella Looper. I mean, just everything about that part. Yeah, yeah. it was a really neat cool. experience. Um, so should we... Well, I think we'll jump right into our last two um, defunct rides. We've got the first <laughs> one is one I think we're all three super excited for. Former ride, Quasi. Yes. That one I'm definitely counting twice. <laughs> I mean, I think that one's well deserved. Okay. <laughs> Chris, you're are you? How but, far are you from there? Have you got to see it? Yeah, I'm about 35 minutes uh, for, away from it. I got to see it test. Um, oh god! One day That's I cool. went like right after school. Was heard it as soon as I heard it was testing, and uh, got to see it. And then it it closed down before uh, you know it got to open. So, well, I was there, and oh gosh, I can't remember the year. I was there for the grand opening of Guazi. I was there at Bush Gardens for the media day for Kumba. I was there for the media day for Montu and the media day for Guazi. And Guazi was a good ride for the first few years. And then it turned bad. Operations yeah. were slow. It was bad. Bush Gardens really didn't operate that ride well. So hopefully Iron Guazi is going to um, figure it out. I'm sure they will. Did you have like a, a preferred side for the original Guazi? Was one smoother than the other? Or? Um, they were they were pretty much mirrored images. Um, one side rode the same as the other, so there really was it was it was the same ride but mirrored. Yeah. For the most part, um, so no no, one side didn't ride better than the other. The back side, the back of the train rode better than the front of the train. So that's that would be my preference. But um, yeah, I'm excited about Iron Guazi. I think everybody yeah. is. One oh, day yes. we'll get to ride it. I'm, I'm very flying excited. to Tampa on Thursday, 
So I'm going to see if Tampa ATC will let me fly over Bush Gardens. And I'll get y'all a picture if I can. They may not let me, but I'll let you know. Yeah, we're going like to have to talk to some people and let us do a low pass over the Smokies for Dollywood. <laughs> oh, we're definitely doing that. <laughs> we're, um, we've been, over at Disney gonna... World, it's a no-fly zone. Bush Gardens, I don't think they have a no-fly zone, and I know Dollywood does not. So we'll definitely get some yeah, aerials. Dollywood, we should be able to get in as safe as possible with it flying at the mountains. Oh, yeah, we'll be good. I knew I bought that super zoom lens for a reason. <laughs> Okay, so the the last ride that uh, me and Jack wanted to ask you about is another wooden coaster, and that's that's Son of Probably Beast. the most infamous one on this list. Yeah. Which one? Son, Son of, of Beast. Beast. Oh my gosh. Boy, that was a head a headache. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for Kings Island and for the riders. I rode it pre-loop uh, uh, pre and post-loop. Um, it was, it was, I think they tried too hard to make a mega coaster, and it just didn't work. It, everyone I've ever talked to yeah. about this ride has said it was just so much on you and it on was the ride so itself. so weird. I mean, you had a wonderful first drop. That first drop was cool because it was big. Then it went into that oh, weird yeah. he, sideways helix, and it was just mm -hmm. around and around, and it was so rough. You're banging side to side and up and down. It would jar your teeth. The only smooth section on that ride was the loop because it transitioned from wood to steel back to wood. So yeah, That whole ride just, you can tell that they were like, just make it big. It doesn't got to be good. Yes. Just make it big. Make it big. I don't care. Make it big, and we're going to pay you a lot of money, and we're going to market the heck out of it. And they did all of that, and it was just a, it was a big flop. I don't think anybody really enjoyed it, even when it was new. It was just too big and clunky. So, unfortunately, it yeah, didn't work. It's, it's always one of those rides. It's like, I want to ride it just so I can understand what everyone says about it. Because everyone mm -hmm. is like, when you look at it from an off-ride, it's like, oh, it looks pretty good. And you see videos, and it's just the constant jarring of camera. But <laughs> yes. It's one of those, it's like, if I could go back in time and experience it, mm -hmm. I think I would just so I could say. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to ride it if it was there, but. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was but, just, you check the box. Okay, I've ridden it. Let's move on. Let's go ride Mystic Timbers. It's much better. Yeah, yeah that coaster is amazing. <laughs> yep. I love that ride. But the Beast. The Beast is fantastic. I mean, that one, we all know that's, that one, that is a, a coaster that will be around a long time and they they'll never rmc that one they'll never I know. Be so no we're, so yeah they i'm with you though they will never rmc the beast oh no it's oh that's people blasphemy. bring it up they on reddit all the time they're like oh what if we rmc the beast and it's just it's like waging war against yourself say <clears> the words rmc and beast in one sentence yep same thing with el toro I yeah, well, El Toro's, you know, we're not going to get into my opinions on El Toro. Uh, <laughs> come on, that's a good one. <laughs> I didn't care for it. Oh, Jack, I thought we were on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> it is the one ride that I really don't, I rode it once. I got a backseat ride on it in the middle of July. And what is we the... were on, like, 
a rush four hour visit to this park because we were coming home from New York and we were just going to stop in for a couple hours. So it was like just ride as much as we can. <laughs> and we got Toro back row and it, it was good. I'm not saying it was a bad coaster. It just did not live up to what everyone says it is. I think I think you had a bad I think you were in a bad place when you rode it like mentally because <laughs> that is an amazing roller coaster. I think something something wasn't right. I don't know. I think well, you I need to give I'm, it a second chance. I need to give. I can see Chris smiling. He's like, just you need. It's always telling me give it a second chance, and I'm like, maybe. I haven't even ridden it yet, and like, I just I don't believe him because everybody else says it's amazing. Jack's like the one person I've ever heard say okay. it's not that good. Well, you know what? When I was at Leesburg, you know they built that Intamin plug and play Balder, mm-hmm. and I've heard so many people say how fantastic it was. Snoozer. It wasn't. I, it wasn't that good. Say that, yeah. It, uh, I've heard I mean, so it's just it was boring. Okay. It was. It was. It wasn't. It was nothing what I expected. Because I, I was waiting for El Toro type ride. It was not anything like it. So, where are they building yeah. can, Cannon? Cannon and do we know? Uh, Lost Island? Oh, we yeah, that Lost Island Park that. in Iowa. Oh, okay, that's weird. But all right, I know I, it's middle of nowhere park. Okay. No, I think the other big, and I really do want to ride Toro again because I am convinced after talking. I mean, I've got to talk with someone who operated it, and they were like, you had to have ridden it on a bad day. Or something. No, Is that El Toro Ryan? Oh, so good. Yes, I, I, yes, that was El Toro Ryan I talked to you about that. <laughs> well, he's a little biased, I think. <laughs> well, yes, but. No, but I'm not biased, and I thought it was awesome. I've ridden it many times on it, over the years. It's it, I don't know. We got to get you back on it. We got to well, get you. We've been right. talking about that as a possibility for a stop this summer. Get on Jersey Devils. Oh, get yeah. more rides on Toro. And, okay. But I think there's. I mean, there's so many coasters out there. We could probably spend hours talking about different rides that we've all ridden. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying oh. to think if there's any other big ones. I just want to throw out there. Chris, do you have any while I'm thinking? Uh, okay, well, let's just ask this. Is there any ride that you've ridden outside of the U.S. that like just completely sticks out to you as like a top 10, top 5 coaster? Um, yeah, I think over in um, Europa Park in Germany, where Blue Fire is, um, their wooden coaster... Um, Oh shoot! Woden, that it, gotta stick with that German Woden. accent. It's amazing. It's that's a good one. There's not many wooden coasters like that in Europe, and in the station, they ha- it has a fly flyby or fly through state um, in the station. There are these figures that while you're waiting in line, there are these big. They're they're they look like Vikings, but they're made out of wood. They're sculptures, and they have these, almost like a sickle that they're holding. Are you all with me? <clears throat> okay, I don't want to lose you on this one. They, every time the train does a fly-through, these, they're like soldiers, I guess, and there's probably 20 of them lined up, and they turn at the same time as the train goes through in unison. So as the train comes through, one after the other in unison, they turn and they turn back and look at oh, you. I'm looking at a picture of it them. It is so cool. It's like what the coolest effect. But yeah. it's like 
Thunderhead at Dollywood on steroids. It's a great ride. That first drop, that turn into the drop is really cool. So I think that one kind of stuck out to me as like one of the coolest. After Helix, of course. But for a wooden coaster, Wudon was really, really, really good. And the Germans love that ride. This coaster, though, it's always been one of those. This, I remember the first time I met you, this is one of the rides we talked about because you'd just gotten okay. back from Europa, <laughs> yeah. I think. Europa yeah. Park. You were Everybody showing us- needs to go check it out. Silver Star, another good one. Yeah, the theming at Europa Park looks awesome, especially oh, with Wodan. And those Germany Germans, in general. they know how to operate these rides. It's, there's no seat belts, like on their B&M, Silver Star. That, that makes me happy. I know, and it's, the operations are so fast. Yeah. And the, just the line, there's no fast pass. You just, the lines move so quickly, except Wodan. It's so popular. That's a little bit longer. But, man, they can really, it's so efficient. That's awesome. Well, I think well, I, I've got one more question, and we have to ask it, and it's gonna be hard. Oh gosh! What is your favorite roller coaster? Let's if oh, you had to pick a favorite. You asked me this, and I, it's so hard to answer. I know it's an I extremely hard question. I have two answers. It's not two two different coasters, but I have two answers. It's whatever one I'm on at the moment. You ask me. I love it because I love all roller coasters, but it's a tie. It's Fury or it's Millennium Force. Sorry, that's my two. I'd say that's, that's good, good answers. I, I respect Fury is just fantastic no matter where you sit, when you ride it. It is amazing. And Millennium Force, I mean, people give it a hard time. And it's like, yeah, it's 20 years old, but the ride still oh just gosh. kicks butt. It kicks it. <laughs> I know. At nighttime, excellent ride. Unless the Mayflies are out. Oh you don't want to ride with those things flying. I'd around. rather ride it though than have to stand in the tunnel of death and smell them for an hour. Okay, one last one I got to throw in. Ah, uh, okay. Is wildfire at Colmar. Uh huh. RMC goodness over in the Scandinavian country. Oh, it's beautiful. Its setting's wonderful. The ride is amazing. Everybody needs to go ride that one too. I mean, there's so many great ones. <clears throat> we we've been planning like a joint trip to go to like yeah. Sweden and a couple of other countries. Yes. But Sweden is the big yes. stop for us next summer. We've been talking about and wildfire. That's Helix, it. I mean, those are just super high. That, yeah, that's all Sweden. I remember you texted me after you rode wildfire. It <laughs> wow, like, and it's at a zoo. Amazing. How weird is that? <laughs> yeah. And I, I think one of the coolest things that a lot of people don't know, but you should, if you're a member of ACE, you get a free yes, ticket there. We took advantage of that. Awesome. I remember that. But yeah, that's in the middle of nowhere, Sweden. And it's a great, it's a great park. Beautiful, beautiful setting. And I mean, if you're a coaster enthusiast, yeah. you go there for wildfire. Like, and you wouldn't go the lines there for were any so short. Reason, Nobody was so. there. Had a, there was families with little children. They're not riding it. So there were no. No lines. It was awesome. You could ride it as much as you wanted. Great coaster, though. And so, I think something interesting about Wildfire right now is, as far as we are aware, it is the only large-scale roller coaster currently operating in the world. What does that mean? It's running, right? They've been running oh, it even oh, through okay. coronavirus. Interesting. <laughs> Apparently the zoo is still open up there because they haven't had well, let's a go ride outbreak. It, if that's the only one open, and jeez. 
Yeah, I, I, asked, I, I was like, hey, do you want to go to Sweden? <laughs> I already today? asked my parents if we can get a boat and go to Sweden. It is so hard to get there, though. You have to take a train, a bus, a taxi, walk. Worth it. It's so weird, but yeah, definitely worth it. And isn't the thing, isn't it like the farthest yes. ride back It takes the like park? 20 like, minutes to walk, to walk back there. For... Oh, yeah, it's at the very back of the park, but it's it's beautiful. It's a beautiful park, though. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a nice walk. Yeah. But when you round the corner, it's I'm beautiful. I'm definitely looking. <laughs> I have one friend on Twitter who posts pictures of it constantly, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want all of these. <laughs> well, you'll ride it one day. <laughs> Cannot... I'm a, I must spend as much time taking pictures of it as I am riding it. I know that for a fact. Well, thanks for having me on. Of course. The other. Anytime. We'll, have you, we'll do this again if we ever get okay. bored. We'll just like, okay, let's some more defunct coasters. If we have nothing to talk about one week. Okay. Well. Yeah, let me, let me back on. I'd love to talk. I've got some more coasters that I didn't talk about that I'd like to. So invite me back mm-hmm. for part two uh, at some of point. Course. Well, okay. thank you so much for coming on, David. If, uh, if you like this week's show, just go on. We've got – what? this is episode five. Wow. We've been doing this for over a month wow, now. Wow, that's great. I've listened to all of them. Good job, guys. Uh, thank you. We've been we've been enjoy doing it. So we've got some more shows lined up next week. Probably going to be back to normal. Just talk about what's happening in the world. Do something in the back half. We we never decide until the day of it. Seems. Yeah. But, but thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Twisted Travelers Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. See you next week.